0: I'm Emily and this is Drunk Bible Study. And we are here. We have finally reached the end of the Old Testament. Oh, and also Jason Dicker here. To us. Good, good job. Yay good wow. job everyone. To <laughs> us. They, I, they've taught me a thing or two. You know what?
2: No one's congratulated us enough. We haven't oh, patted yeah, ourselves on the back oh, quite enough. Right. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. yet again to us. Yet again to all of you listening. Yet again <laughs> to all of you who have accompanied us on this mm. treacherous, mm. sometimes delightful, sometimes mm. disgusting, sometimes <laughs> comedic journey. We made it.
0: Yeah, it has been disgusting at times, hasn't it? Mm-mm. I don't know. I've been disgusted by parts of the Bible for sure. I am wondering, I just I don't know. I've heard so many people say the the New Testament changes <sighs> everything. And I'm like, does it <laughs> are are you sure? And so I I just I'm I'm very interested to hear and to read and to see what it is that they're talking about. Cuz how different can it be really?
2: Yeah, so today it's our kind of old old ET recap mm. episode. We're going to review some of the major plot points, the major story beats. We're going to review some of our jokes because I kept track of some of the memes. People in our Discord have kept track of some of the memes. And then, rocking on, our faithful parishioner did create a delightful quiz For our consumption. So we're going to do that today as well. But before we get to all of that, I was wondering, I wanted to hear from all three of us, Mm -hmm. how has reading the Old Testament changed you? Wow. How are you a different person Mm. now? Wow.
0: I... I mean, I didn't become Christian, which I think some people were hoping maybe that I would by right. reading the Bible. Well, you haven't
2: reached the New Testament yet. You haven't met Christ
1: yet. Got it. Okay. Okay. That's true. There so... is no Christian to become yet. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's
0: true. Okay. Well, I haven't become a person of faith in any way. Right, right. However, yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, I'm just shocked at how many things there are in like the cultural zeitgeist Mm. that now I understand the reference to. And that's really nice that it's not just all Shakespeare quotes or whatever. There's a lot from the (laughs) the Bible that is out there and that people reference. And still a lot that y'all know you're like oh yeah that's a that's a thing that i remember from whatever and i don't recall that but but those little nuggets of information or the stories or knowing where the ark of the covenant came from and when i watch indiana jones again I'm going to know all about it. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I'll, I bet you. Yeah, Emily has changed.
2: You, <laughs> if you go back and rewatch Indiana Jones, there will probably be a lot of references that you will get anew.
0: Mm, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Only yeah. the penitent man shall pass. No, but <laughs> exactly. but a bunch of other ones. Yeah. I
1: I am excited to watch the whole thing again for sure. Yeah.
2: What about you, Jace? How has it changed you?
1: Oh boy, I, I'm. I remember talking about this earlier on the show, and I feel like this is still. This is still true. But basically, I was surprised at how much more I felt like I, I guess, kind of understood, like, the actual Jewish roots of Christianity Mm -hmm. more. Because that's something that, for me, growing up, was very much just kind of, you sweep that under the rug. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. None of that's really important because Jesus! (laughs) Mm -hmm. So for me, just over and over again, kind of, getting this realization of like, oh, this is all the history. This is all kind of the culture leading up to Jesus, who was himself a Jew, mm-hmm. right? That that whole thing, I'm like, I, I am interested to see how reading the New Testament changes based on having more of that knowledge of having read several parts of this twice and also having God of course reiterate 10 million times certain things that that he did. And so I, I think that'll be interesting to see if there are some references and stuff from the New Testament that we're always kind of this like, oh whatever, that's a Jesus thing that we're actually referencing stuff from the Hebrew Bible, you know, from those sorts of writings. Hmm. That that to me is the biggest change. And then also of course, you know, getting to actually know the real stories. So when people like reference you know, Job in a movie or something, I can go, hmm. I don't know if that's exactly what it was saying, or I don't know about that, and actually know what I'm talking about, sort of, kind of.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll jump on that bandwagon. Weirdly, way more respect for Jews. I mean, yeah. not that I disrespected Jews before, but like I think way more respect having more of that context, more of that history. Um, more respect for like, oh, like how cool that you have a faith that kind of ties you into this history now and this ongoing story, right? as opposed to my Christian upbringing where it's like, yeah, the Jews, they produced Jesus, but that's really all hmm. they're about. Like they're they're sort of tangential really to <laughs> right. the whole story that Gosh. that certainly changed my perspective on it.
0: Can I ask both of you, as people who grew up Christian, has your like views changed? Now that you've read this whole thing, because it clearly you were sort of taught as a, as young people to believe this thing without maybe really thinking critically about it. And now you you know, you went through an ex evangelical moment as well. And now you're back reading this whole thing again and and really being able to see it through non-rose-colored glasses, just normal colored glasses. so what 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 are your takeaways there?
2: <laughs> yes, I'm thoroughly unimpressed.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, (laughs) That's quite a thing to say. I was
2: was talking to Jace about this. I think after we finished recording last week, there is something about when you've had all these stories curated for you and the good parts picked out, for you, and I was trying to be like... Out of context, kind of too, like, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's like you've only ever watched the movie versions of books, but then when you read the book, it's worse, and Jace, you did one better, where you're like, no, it's kind of like you've only ever watched the trailers for movies right. based on books, <laughs> right. and then thought, and then told people, oh, yeah, I know this book, or I've read And we're this told
0: book. that the those movies were really good, even if they actually weren't. <laughs> right. Right.
1: Yeah. No, you know what? No, I think I've got it. It's, it's like if you... If there's a movie based on a book, so say like the Lord of the Rings movies, but your only experience is not even watching the movies, it's watching YouTube videos of people reviewing and criticizing the movies based on the books. Wow. It's like that, right? Where it's like you've not only only gotten pieces, but you've also gotten it all coded in other people's Opinions and yeah, views and, and, and beliefs over top and, of it. Yeah. So yeah. T-
2: the weird thing is, is it doesn't add up to the sum of its parts. At least the parts that have been presented to me. That now actually reading it all together,
0: unimpressed. Well, that's why, like, left <laughs> left me feeling a little flat. Totally. Mm. I I hear you, and that I think is also why. I'm such on this train of revelation better just like blow me out of the <laughs> effing water because that really is the end and I will say you know I I want to get into things that surprised us about this because I have a lot I have a lot of those Ooh, I have a lot of sur- okay. like things that really kind of shocked me just when I when I look back over the last 5 years of reading this and kind of the things that I did not expect Um, but yeah, it... Let's hear it. Let's hear your list. Oh, okay. Um, gosh, I'm gonna start drinking because... (laughs) <laughs> I made this beautiful drink and I haven't said anything about yeah, it. Yet. Yeah, Let's talk well, about our drinks.
2: We're not Yeah, we'll talk about our drinks. Okay. We're, we're sort Let's of out of we're not in our element here because we're not doing an actual reading today. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit higgledy-piggledy. Indeed. But Jace, why don't you start and tell us what you're drinking?
1: Right. So Dedeker and I are drinking some whiskey gingers mm. but with some kind of fancy ginger beer that Yeah,
2: Bedford Bedford ginger cool. beer, really really gingery, mm.
1: which is local here to mm. Washington. Somewhere, I guess. Is that in that little glass bottle or no? That was like a normal-sized glass bottle.
0: It's the name of that place,
1: Jace, oh, that I
2: tried to say and then couldn't say.
1: Oh, right. Was There it many
2: of those here in Washington. Clealum? No, it wasn't Clealum. Or Wenatchee? It wasn't pialop <laughs> It wasn't
0: Enumclaw. It wasn't
1: <laughs> Enumclaw. all the ones that I've learned. <laughs> Yeah, Washington is yeah, we have this fun
0: Washington's a weird place. It's a fun well, place. Well, we have
1: this fun way of knowing how how long someone's lived here and whether they're truly a resident is whether you know what r- weird pronunciation has become standard for all of these Native American oh, names yeah. for places. Yeah. Well, yeah, right? What
2: bastardized pronunciation do we have right. for the right. Native American like, yeah. city names?
1: Right. And so you'll either get people who try to say them too accurately and you're like, ah, oh, you're not from around here. Or they'll say it in somehow an even worse bastardized <laughs> way. <laughs> you know? So what did, <laughs> which version did Dedeker just do there? <laughs> she was close, but so it was just off off a little bit. Oh God, yeah. It's like knowing, you know, when is an E, an E, or an E, eh yeah. or an U. Uh, you know, like, it's those little subtle things. There used to be this series of ads in Washington for one of the local banks that that was their whole joke for their ad campaign for a few years was these, like, out-of-town bankers trying to pretend they're local but saying all the, like, city names wrong And it's like, oh, you know, they're from out of town. Don't trust them. Stick with Washington Mutual or whoever it was. There you go. That bank doesn't exist anymore.
0: No, of course not. Most banks are (laughs) are leaving,
1: sadly. I think they were bought by Bank of America, Uh, actually. Of course.
0: Anyhow,
2: that is what we are drinking. What beautiful thing are you drinking?
0: I I had some mint, some lovely fresh mint, and so I decided to make myself a mojito. But again, Ooh, yeah. this is with some wild uh, blueberries in here. Wow. And wild blueberries tend to be a little bit smaller.
3: Hmm. And it's
0: really, it, they're slightly more tart, too, and it's excellent.
2: Now, hold on. Did you go acquire these blueberries from the wild?
0: No, I acquired them from Trader Joe's. <laughs> okay. But I— uh,
2: Okay, so they're
0: still blueberries from captivity. Definitely, they're captive blueberries, <laughs> but they call themselves wild. So, I'm also going to call them wild. But they're very—it's really tasty. Okay. It's still right. freaking like 60 degrees outside and completely cloudy and just ridiculous. I don't know. We've swapped in terms of our weather. So here we are.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, now it's beautiful and sunny and nice up here in Seattle.
0: Yeah, well. All right. So
2: what What are the things that
0: surprised yeah, you? Yeah, I think the big one for me is I was just surprised at the amount of times that God, for no apparent reason other than just I'm going to show the power that I have and Mm. my might and my ability to like wreak havoc on all the people. Like Josh, my, my partner was talking, we were talking about the Ark of the Covenant and he was like, remember that time when that guy, like when the Ark was like falling and then the guy was trying to grab the Ark just to prop it back up and God just killed him? And I was like, yeah, I do remember that. That was crazy. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Like that guy was yeah. just trying to help or, you know, yeah. Sarah, is it Sarah, the lot's wife? I don't know, maybe it wasn't Sarah. I don't know. Oh, maybe she was I don't think lot's wife even got a name. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. She's a woman. Yeah. I uh, but yeah, lot's wife even lo- looking behind her and and getting killed like stuff like that.
1: Just yeah. that like he looks back once, and then poof.
0: Exactly. Doing something that God thinks in the moment is not okay. But he really picks and chooses with people because his special mm. boys don't get... Like, nothing happens to them. They're totally fine. Right. Even Aaron, like, gets a slap on the wrist. You know, That's all true. of this stuff. And he, he did, like, the worst thing you can possibly do. Y- yeah. And then he just... They're like, well... It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I was just shocked by that all over the place because if for for a religion and maybe I'm getting this wrong, but but that sort of says how how justice oriented it is mm. to see the mm. lack of like what I would call justice and ethical, yeah. you know, nature all of that, it just it's it's not in there in my opinion. But I guess, okay, Maybe again, sometimes. like the,
2: my Christian upbringing interpretation is always finding that roundabout way of explaining, well, God did deliver punishment of some kind. You know, like with David, it was, we're going to punish him by having his firstborn child through Bathsheba die. Or with Aaron, like his sons also died. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, they still got punished, but but then we also have to rope it back to like, well, you know, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and God's going to work it all out, and there is justice, but it doesn't always make sense to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're going to still kind of try to make it make sense in in trying to like also enact that on other people in the name of God's will. You know, it's, yeah. it's messy.
0: It is messy.
2: And not in a bless this mess kind of way. It's just messy.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I- right. Not in an endearing kind of messy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What surprised you too? Well, I think to go back to kind of what Dedeker said about more respect for the like history of Judaism, I guess, or more understanding of it. Mm. I guess it's like on the one hand, yes, it's like that cool, oh, there's this whole history behind this thing. But like when I think about other older like mythologies and you know, writings from this time. Not that I've read a ton of those, but, you know, when you look back at, you know, Greek and Roman mythology or things like that, it's like a bunch of super messed up stories. The gods are super arbitrary. They seem to be sometimes in some stories, a good guy in other stories, a bad guy, you know, terrible treatment of women for the most part, like a lot of similar stuff to what we get in this but I feel like the difference is when those other stories are presented to us, it's never with the like reverence of ah, oh, but this this book is so wholesome and so this will yeah. make you a better person yeah. and this is how you should live your life. And I just keep coming back to that idea of like, if someone wasn't trying to put that on it, I think it it would at least I don't know be it wouldn't feel like such this like disappointment or like gosh this mm. is not what it was touted to be, if it was just like, hey, this is writings from people several thousand years ago, Mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh, interesting.
0: It's a really interesting point.
1: So that's what people wrote about. Oh, that's what people thought. Interesting. But the fact that it's tied to like a modern day thing that people put all this value on is what makes it complicated. And I think an interesting irony is that at least from my experience with the Jews in my life... A lot of them, even ones who do take Judaism very seriously, don't quite have that same like, oh, we're just going to wash away all the messed up shit in this book yeah. and just say, oh, it's all good. I mean, I'm sure there are still people that that do that, but it's like the Christians, like how I grew up, are the ones that I feel like do that the most, of like lifting up this whole book as if it's mm. just by definition good. It's the gospel. It, yeah, well, we haven't gotten to the gospel yet.
0: Okay. But I just know those words. So I'm saying that. <laughs> but that, yeah. bit, the aphorism, that, yeah, it's the gospel.
3: Sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, that does make it more of a bummer to read. It, it creates a much bigger shoe to fill, hmm. as it were, for these stories. Because it is different from you know, when I was growing up, specifically learning about Greek gods and goddesses, where if you mm-hmm. think about it, it's just as maybe odd where I'm like, oh, well, we're really going to hyper-focus on this different culture that I am not from that mm-hmm. is from antiquity and learn all about their whole pantheon and what they believed But it's taught through this lens of, yeah, a lot of the Greek gods have these weird flaws and they're very human, right? They have their jealousies and their mistakes that they make and fly into rages and do things that are actually kind of silly and funny to retell. And it is different if, you're being like, and this is a lesson for you. <laughs> like, we need to take this super, super seriously. And also right. we need to look at these gods and goddesses as completely perfect yeah. and not flawed. And so mm-hmm. we can't find what they do is kind of funny or illogical, or oh, isn't that so like human nature? It has to be inherently divine. And the weird discomfort of having to having to swallow that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, do all these like mental gymnastics to justify stuff that's like. Maybe it doesn't need to be justified.
0: Well, and Mm -hmm. like it it does say, doesn't it in the Bible? I didn't make this up that like it's a jealous God. Like he is a jealous God. It says he is a jealous God. Yeah. And I think, at least in our culture, jealousy, well, you know, on our other podcasts, we talk about how it's a normal thing. However, I think it's still seen as something that ideally you're not going to want to be doing or have and this quote-unquote perfect being doing this thing that's maybe not ideal is interesting. I don't know. There's so many of those things and just he's clearly not perfect. He's super, super Mm. moody and shitty at times and mercurial and just doing things that aren't Maybe, aren't things that you and I and our lovely listeners would think are
2: okay? Right. Yeah. Now, it's funny. So, in preparation for this episode, like, before we started recording, I was like, Trying to find some kind of compilation of the the main story beats. Yeah, I found from the something, Old Testament.
0: Yeah, did you find something? Well, uh-huh. but but
2: I was like, I I want a children's Bible. Yeah. That's what I want <laughs> is I want a children's Bible. And it's so funny because I found the the closest thing I could find was um, ironically it's from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day hmm. Saints website. Hmm. Um, where I'm just looking through this list of stories, and it is kind of the, the same stories you would find in a children's Bible, right? Like very curated, like we start with Adam and Eve, we go to Noah, Abraham and Sarah, Jacob and Esau, you know, the Passover, Moses, all those things, right? And looking through this list, it's suddenly way more appealing to me.
3: Well, those <laughs> are the about,
2: appealing
0: stories.
3: <laughs> yes,
2: I'm like, okay, I don't think it's justified, but I'm like, yeah, it makes sense, right? Like I want this kid's version of the Old Testament. I want the its action and we go back to back and it's just action right. story to action story and plot to plot to plot without these weird interludes slogs, of nothingness. Interludes in the in between. Now, what is also funny in my attempt to find a good website for this, I found this old blog post from a old blog called A Bridge to God's Word.
1: Hmm. However, the hmm.
2: URL makes it look like it's someone's name, like Bridget Ogodsword is the name that I've made in my head. And I think that's if you need a DD character name, Bridget Ogodsword is that. gonna be the Shoot, one. Feel really free to good. take that
1: one. I love that. Oh man. Yeah. Okay.
0: So can we talk a little bit of you know, in our in our recap about some of our favorite moments and You know, like from the Bible or from the Three of Us. Well, maybe both. But I am curious. Like, (laughs) what was your favorite thing to read Ah. of of the stories that we did? And also, I mean, to me, I remember my grandmother reading me some of these stories when I was a kid. Like. Noah, for instance. That was one that I remember us
1: reading. (laughs) The the, the Noah story. I remember back at the beginning of this show, that was the only story you could think of that you knew of from the Bible. I mean, because
0: that was the one that she read me. So, yeah. yeah, I Totally, 100%. (laughs) But yeah, for me, the one that really, really sticks out just because it was the most freaking bonkers thing ever... Was the book of Ezekiel. Oh, just those just the aliens mm. and the
2: visions and
0: well, yeah. I, I <laughs> it's funny because I looked up this thing and it was like Ezekiel wasn't the first man to see Yahweh's glory cloud. That's the first <laughs> that's the first recap of Ezekiel. <laughs> and so yeah, they talk about that, but like Ezekiel gets this up-close interior view and then shares it with us. But yeah, that fact that he saw this thing off in the distance and it had four heads and I forgot what the heads were, let's see. A bull, oh, yeah. a lion, an eagle, and a man. Yeah. So the cherubim right. and bronze legs and and hooved feet. And then there was also like glowing metal in the midst of the fire, just this is some crazy shit. <laughs> so right. yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I remember yeah. that because we were really excited about that. And there were six different visions. It was awesome. I do
2: feel like that book, yeah, that book came after some dry material, yeah, and I remember it being quite refreshing. Right. It really, and yeah, hashtag Bucket in the chat is pointing out Ezekiel was also the one who had to cook with poo. Yeah, where
0: he, <laughs> he got like, all the fun stuff
2: to right, do. He did his-
1: Object lessons. Yeah,
2: he had the object lessons where oh, he had yeah. to, like lay on his side for a certain period of time and then he built a little tiny Warhammer city yeah. just for the heck of it. He was
0: a weird dude. <laughs> right. I forgot about his, yeah. his miniatures. He had city. the
2: dirt he also had the dirty underwear. It was like he had underwear they took off and like hid in the rock. And then it was
3: like yeah.
2: that, was
0: a, what does this mean? that was a weird That was a weird a <laughs> freaking book, but you know what? It really, really stands out to me at least. I, I
1: enjoyed those yeah. visions.
0: And I, I
2: would oh, say Freddie's like-
1: saying Jeremiah had the undies. That was that Jeremiah.
2: Oh, okay. My object lessons are getting confused. Yeah. All yeah. oh, right, I think it was Jeremiah's object lessons were not as good. That's what it was. Got That's it. why it was like, mm. I have underwear on. Now I'm taking them off. Yeah.
0: Do you right. understand the meaning of this lesson? I think the, <laughs> the kind of the first part, basically up until David, that was- sort of the bulk of the really the stuff that that I I think we know about as a culture as an american western culture like really knows a lot of those stories Hmm. But getting beyond that, there's some random crap in there that nobody has ever read ever in their lives. Yeah, I'd say through Solomon.
1: Okay, yeah, through Solomon. Past David to Solomon. But like after Solomon, I don't know that I ever learned any of that. Exactly.
2: Yeah, me neither. Me neither.
1: Because it's like, like you talked about Solomon being super wise, Mm -hmm. about David dancing like David danced.
2: Like Richard Gere dances. Like Richard
1: Gere dances, yeah. And... Right. Those other kind of main characters, you know, like the prophets. I remember learning about them. I still, after reading this, like we just had, I can't tell them apart very well. I get them mixed up with each other. Yeah. Because most of them kind of just did the same thing of like yelling at everyone that you're doing it wrong and everyone ignores them and then sometimes listens to them. And it's like, oh shit. Oh, they (laughs) oh, they listened. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I really think fondly back. On our days of reading about Joseph. Mm. That was a fun time. And
1: back in Genesis. Yeah. Jacob!
2: Yeah. Jacob. Exactly. I mean, maybe it's because of also watching Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat together. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because of watching J- yeah, Jace's home movies of being yes. in Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And that was so much fun. Ama-
0: <laughs> really amazing. <laughs> yeah.
2: I just remember that being a really fun time and then leading into the story of Moses and again Mo, like the story of Moses was always one of my favorites as a child and again that weird thing of like oh you read it and it's like oh that was like two chapters mm-hmm. that was like an episode maybe maybe two of right. that whole story but it's still an interesting story it's still a good story you know with all the repetition of going to pharaoh and and things like that so I guess there was maybe that, someone in the chat earlier said that reading through the Bible has kind of destroyed any nostalgia, and I would agree with that. But I do Mm. think I still kind of had some of that nostalgia like for the Joseph story and for the Moses story as well, that it was fun to dive back into those and rediscover those. But as an adult.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, let's see.
1: Okay, as far as the the question of what was my favorite, I remembered enjoying Judges a lot Mm. more, and I never would have Thought of that book is like, ooh, can't wait to read Judges. But I remember it was cool because it was so many short-ish stories about the various judges and the stuff that they did. So it it felt like it had nice pace to it. And we even had a lady judge, which was right. oh, from, yeah. the one lady yeah. judge. Yeah. Yeah, who was played by Judge Judy. Judge Judy, right? of course. Yeah. <gasps>
2: <gasps> is that Deborah? It's Deborah, right? Oh uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. The one lady here.
2: Yeah. name is Deborah. Oh. Yeah, Deborah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) That was one that surprised me for how interesting it was.
2: Now in the chat yeah, someone is pointing out that Jonah is like the only minor prophet that stands out. And I agree. I do think casting yeah. Johnny Depp as Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow as Jonah, and the fact that we did that before <laughs> Johnny Depp was like majorly canceled, it yeah. was like our last right. enjoyment. Our last enjoyment of Johnny Depp. <laughs> I think it was spot on.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wait. Okay. Yeah. So Jonah was the one with the whale that it yeah. was kind of Moby mm-hmm. Dick adjacent.
1: Got it. Okay. Dick adjacent, yes. Well, but the whale hunted him. Cool. Well, I guess that kind of happened. I think the whale just swallowed him. I don't know if it hunted him. I've put on to this story.
0: I
2: think he just happened to be in the way. God put him in the whale's way. But
0: again, I mean, (laughs) that was like a hot second of story, right? It was literally like one or two chapters. And then he spit him back out. And then there was a whole freaking book left. Yes, that's true. Yeah,
1: I mean, the whole book of Jonah was half of an episode.
0: Okay. Yeah, it was a quick time. So <laughs>
1: on that episode, we did all of Obadiah and all of Jonah in one episode. So those are both teeny weeny little books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: it. It's basically just a story. Yeah.
2: I also think fondly of our time in Joshua. I remember I loving the intro music to Joshua mm. and the fact that we cast Henry Cavill mm. and he was just like a man who got stuff done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's <a> nice
2: time. <laughs> that was a lot of fun.
1: Right. I'm assuming it's mostly just because you got to imagine Henry Cavill the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Well, well speaking of, yeah. we have our lovely listeners and parishioners cre- created a very robust list of memes. Oh, yes. Quiet. In the Discord. I have my own list of memes that I've sort of halfway kept track of over the literal years that we've been recording this podcast. So I wonder if I might curate some memes for you. Of course, we've had some memes that have come back around. Like we have this one about the commemorative golden hand shields. Mm. We never forgot those Uh that Solomon, it was Solomon was responsible for making
0: those, right? Yes. If we ever had like a a Drunk Bible Study theme park, like that would be a merch item.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay,
2: we've only ever thought about this other meme, the Archipelago Sandwich Pub, which is going to be a direct com- competitor.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking big to, to the Edgar. Island's Burger
2: Bar, but yes, you're thinking so much bigger. I, I love, love that.
0: that. I mean, yeah. you know, we could have that be a thing that you get there. You know, it's not even getting sure. a, a sweatshirt or something, you get the freaking shield. How cool yeah, is that? That's
2: good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: in the yeah, kids' lunch boxes or something, the kids' meals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we definitely made a lot of content for the Archipelago Sandwich mm-hmm. Pub, for sure. Um, like we wrote a jingle. The jingle was that God is still talking smack, so come on in and have a snack. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. <laughs> That's yeah. good.
0: That's really good. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, yeah, we made yeah.
2: a lot of Archipelago Sandwich Pub menu items, like the Sheepfold Sandwich, which is going to be some kind of shawarma wrap. Uh, the Ladies mm, Rage. Right was a cocktail. Mm, um, sure, it could We also did a, a bomb in a bowl, which was a pot roast with a buzz ball inside
0: of it. Oh, God, that must have been when we were doing the buzz balls. <laughs> which were, you know, middling at best. They were buzz balls. Yeah, we, were, we were at Disneyland. Right. It was fun.
2: Uh, also, the nut garden. Oh. I don't know where we Did nut car- garden come from, like, Song of Solomon or from a minor prophet or something? I don't know. yeah. And we decided also that like all of the sandwich bread was going to be provided by the continual show bread was going to be the name yeah, of the that. bakery
0: that makes all of our sandwich bread. I guess we have to like make the bakery in order to make the show bread happen, but it's great. Yes. Yeah. It has to be a subsidiary. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I
1: see. That JC, you look like
0: you're distressed.
1: That we would separately sell the show. I'm just trying to work out the logistics of, of all this, you know. <laughs> yeah. <I'm... laughs> Gotta make sure we have it all in place.
2: Going back, again, just a curated list of some of the memes from the past. Um, I wrote down, at one point, we decided that Jesus
1: was a two.
0: Yeah, that was, I don't know. We we haven't met him yet, so that's pure
1: speculation that occur. I don't know. <laughs> no, it it was it was based on... It was one of the prophets was talking about, yeah, like he was ruddy, but he uh, wasn't the Messiah, yeah, and talked to him about him like being unattractive or like not being good looking, right?
0: Yeah,
1: and it's again, it's that thing of like nowadays people would say, oh, he was talking about Jesus, whereas at the time, and according to the Jews, it was probably talking about one of the various other people who were referred to as a Messiah. Yeah, but yeah, it was one of the prophets, and I don't remember. Breddy says it was Isaiah. Who described the coming Messiah as being really unattractive. (laughs) So we're just like, oh, that's not the Jesus we know. Jesus was a
0: two. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, we are going to encounter many different versions of the story of Jesus with the four gospels. And so we're going to have to play with different casting. And so it's going to be different if one time we go through the story and he is just like rocking hot body. Hot Cry Summer is going to be different if we read him with someone who's not not as conventionally attractive.
3: Yeah, right. I mean, different different
0: imagery in your mind. That's why I wanted like Kate Blanchett as Bob Dylan as Jesus. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah.
2: Um, we came up with the sitcom Keeping Up with the Baals.
0: That's a great sitcom. And I do
2: believe someone in our Facebook group also came up with a great, like, image because it's Christian Bale <laughs> as, as Baal and Beyonce as Asherah. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Gilbert Gottfried
0: yeah. is Jesus? Well, he's dead, Ooh, but sure. he's dead. We ha- yeah. <laughs>
2: wow. Thank you, Samantha, in the chat. Now, I wrote down this one. Emily, apparently at one point you gave a log line for Revelations. Oh, God which was quote angry angry angel people flapping their wings at all of us <laughs> is that what happens i don't i don't know <laughs> do you wait you haven't read it It's been years since I've read it. Literally years. Okay. It sounds like there could be some of that. Some angry angel people flapping their wings (laughs) at all of this. I'm excited. (laughs) I can't wait.
0: I can't wait. Wait, can can you all tell me what sheepy folds, what sheep folds came from? I think that was back in
2: Joshua when we're first starting to divide up the land. After they'd come into Canaan, they whipped some Canaanite butt Mm. and it was Mm -hmm. time to divvy up who gets which land? And I feel like there were a lot of references to sheepfolds. And is there going to be enough room for this clan's sheepfolds?
1: Yeah, they talked in this about
2: parcel. I think it was something like yeah, that. yeah, which
1: people had their sheepfolds. And and I, we, you were just so amused by that. Uh, I mean, I love it. Like folded sheepies. Like all of
0: a sudden they become like Paper Mario, you know, and and get <laughs> folded up, just fold oh, right I up. See. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Now, I did want to bring something up that someone mentioned in the Discord that I either had forgotten about or never happened but should have happened, and that's the casting of all sheep being played by Ben Folds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> similar similar to how Will Arnett plays any kind of horse. Yeah,
2: amazing. And...
1: Uh, who else did we have? We had another person. Oh, any kind Anything. of inanimate Andy object Circa. is Andy Serkis. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, uh, well, the, it was Detective Pikachu. It was like Ryan Reynolds being oh, de- right. Detective Oh, right. As Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah. As the
2: donkey. Yes, that's right. what it was. This is
0: funny because it's kind of showing like the age of the show as well. Yeah. The fact that like Detective Pikachu <laughs> was a thing and now it's like uh-huh. not as much of a thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's true. Uh, So we also had people point out pitching tents the thing, the thing that always makes Emily laugh every single time it's great. I mean a pitching tents
1: we had a lot of that back in Genesis yeah there was a lot of a lot, lot pitching, of tents being for pitched sure. yeah for sure
2: um of course we got the classics of like don't look a dove in the eye. yeah, I still don't know what right. the hell that came from, but it was amazing <laughs> it was your own brain I, you were the one brain. who had some sort of weird theory about how you can't look doves in the eye
0: but like where did that even start? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You just don't want to piss oh, them off, goodness. you know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
2: and if, on the bird theme, of course, any kind of raven that yeah. must have been from like Deuteronomy, Levitical law, yeah. what, talking about what kind of birds you can or can't eat.
3: Mm-hmm. We
2: got the garbage mm-hmm. grapes. Do you remember when we did the Fig Newton challenge? I like, remember right when in the thick of the, the pandemic
0: the Fig Newton challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did do it. Yeah, how many did you get up to? <sighs> I
2: forget what the challenge even was. Wasn't it like, can you eat five in like a minute it, or
0: like something a minute. like that? Yeah. I think it was just like, yeah. how many can you eat in a minute? Yeah. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. You did
2: pretty good. I think good. there was a
1: number I was aiming for, and I did achieve it, and I might have been able to do more, but it was a close call. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe with Sounds practice.
0: Tough. Sounds like a tough time. <laughs> also, see here. So this is from
2: Rockin' On in the Discord, and I had so many questions about this. So Rockin' On wrote about. I've already referenced this. Archipelago sandwich pub dish called the ham on the hog, which is gonna be the the ASP version of the moon over my hammy. Mm-hmm. And then they wrote, Emily has never eaten an egg question mark. Nope. And
0: you can blame egg? you can blame my mom for that. And it's kind of wow. a badge of honor. Like I love that I haven't <laughs> because I'm a vegan. <laughs> Um, But no, my mom hates eggs. And so I learned from a young age to also hate eggs. And so I have never eaten an Mm. egg. I've eaten eggs in things. Yes, I mean, of course. like mixed into
2: things. But but I've never never eaten an egg
0: on its own. No way. Like, they look horrifying (laughs) to me and they don't smell good. (laughs) Can I also just say that I learned recently that figs are not vegan because... Yes, my because mom is what, clapping. Hornets, hornets <laughs> all up in them. Yes, you know, Dedeker. You know yeah, about know. it. So do you I don't think that-,
2: that was every I didn't think that was any kind of fig. I thought that was only some figs. I
0: don't know, but apparently, yeah, they they get up a hornet or a wasp or something, like gets up in the fig and then dies there. And then like mm-hmm. it like lays its eggs and then it dies, and then the eggs populate the fig and then they crawl out. <sighs> Yes, it's horrifying, yeah. and then I'm never That's eating horrible. a fig again. That's so horrible. No, but
2: by the time you eat the fig, it's like the, the wasp has been disintegrated. I'm sure it has
0: but still,
2: like... But how many creatures have died on your kale? Probably a lot. Or have died to produce your kale? This is... Right. Didn't you watch Lion King? It's the circle of life, No, Emily. I know,
0: Dedeger. When I lived in, <laughs> in, in uh, Shanghai, I would get my kale and my groceries every single week. And I swear to God, like, without fail, there was a fly in my kale every Ew. single time. So, yes. Gross. Gross. Yes, many so, things have died in the. Well, I'm kale. gonna
2: I'm gonna steer us away from this because I, right. I do love this. I am always gonna remember this. Um, Rockonan was pointing out that when we did the quiz for Lamentations, that was when John Michael in the chat became Gandalf, where oh. he wasn't there for the quiz until the last two questions. Yes, and, and then like, he, where is he? Where is he? And then won. he was like Gandalf at the end of the two, t- two towers. We won the and that was quiz. how he became dubbed with the name John
0: Dolph the Mike. It's amazing. A milestone. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Truly. We uh, yeah. we should take a break before this quiz, shouldn't we? Oh, you're right. Yes. Yeah, we should. Yes.
1: Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, and this is your last chance to go out <laughs> and tell all your friends about this show so that they can join you. It's not your last chance. <laughs> well, it's your last chance to do it before the start of Hot Christ Summer. <laughs> so go tell your friends, have them binge- Almost five years worth of this show. By the way, I was just looking this up, and our first episode came out July 9th on my birthday. 2016? In 2018. Oh, God. Which is almost exactly five years ago. Like, wow. We're less than a month wow. short of five years. So, this has been a long time. So, anyway, you could, one, tell them to binge all of that, which, whew, Good luck, ambitious. Uh, or you could just kind of catch them up on the stuff they need to know and then tell them to join us for (laughs) Hot Christ Summer. And maybe they can slowly work their way back through the Old Testament as maybe we reference it or something like that. Um, But we would love to just have more people involved for this. This has been... A labor of love. Such an amazing journey. Truly.
2: Love. Yeah. Love is one word for it. (laughs)
1: Love, yes. Stubbornness, perhaps. I like that. (laughs) Yes. A labor of stubbornness. We definitely are that. The Drunk Bible Study story. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, and if you want to get all up in this action, you should join our Discord which you can find at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. You could also join our Facebook group, which is called Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship. We would love to have you there, sharing your jokes and your memes and things like that. And then, of course, joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy as a thank you for helping support us there. We have early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, Emily's Drink Recipes, And, like, who knows what else? Maybe we'll come up with some fun New Testament things to to throw up in there. So we we would love your support for us to keep doing this. (laughs) I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. One thing I actually want to talk about a little before we get to the quiz was just our casting for people. Mm. Because there are some characters that are going to get mentioned again in the New Testament like quite quite a few actually. So I thought it'd be worth maybe doing a quick overview of some of those people before we we finish off with this quiz.
0: Okay.
1: So, I have our casting list up and we've cast a lot of people. Yeah. We've cast a lot of people in this.
2: Oh, oh. And yes. I think it's, there's it's a project Hollywood like like none of which Hollywood has ever seen before. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: It's like all. Remember, after Love Actually was so successful that there were a million other movies like that that were like mm, twenty different sure. celebrities all playing yeah. these small parts in this movie. Yeah, this is like that, but way, way more, <laughs> way more so. Uh, so, some people to keep an eye out for. Uh, so, one is uh, Moses is going to get mentioned, of course. Do we remember who that was? Okay, uh, that was Benedict Cumberbatch.
2: Mm. Yeah. Good one. So
1: and old Moses is Christopher Plummer. Oh so really that's good like, one. Yeah, they're both good. <sighs> He's dead,
0: but yeah. No, you're right. We'll have to I don't think he was when Was, we was were he doing alive that. when we cast
2: him? Probably I think he was. Yeah. I think he was alive when we cast yeah. him. So I
1: guess we'll have to deep fake yeah. him. Uh we have Elijah is gonna get mentioned. And that of course was played by Idris Elba. Mm, nice. Um, Great Ruth is going to be mentioned who we cast as Laverne Cox.
2: Nice. Fun, fun. Uh,
1: and of course, Michael B. Jordan as Solomon. Solomon's going to get referenced, of course. We all love that. We all love that. Who else do we have here? We do have uh, Abraham, which I do not see on our list. Was this before we were casting people? It may have been.
0: Whoa. Yeah, we probably don't even have, like, uh, what, Adam and Eve?
1: Yeah, we didn't cast them either, I don't do we think. Have Adam
0: and Eve on there? Yeah. Boy, no. Oh boy, Jews. Oh
1: gosh, we cast Noah. Uh, did we cast Noah? Uh,
2: no, that would have been pre casting. Wow, yeah. yeah, wow, yeah, because okay. we
1: cast Joseph as Will Smith, uh huh. But I think he might have been the first, so yeah, maybe, maybe goodness. Did we cast Jacob? No, we didn't cast Jacob.
0: Oh, we didn't.
1: So yeah, Jacob and Abraham didn't get cast. So
0: wow, are they going to be boil, in boil, this boy thing?
1: They both get referenced as well. Yes. Okay, so, I guess that
0: makes sense that they would. They're
1: all the all the big characters, right? Like the ones we've heard yeah. about a lot. I also learned that Melchizedek gets Melchizedek, Melchizedek gets mentioned, which yeah, we didn't cast because. We didn't because who the heck yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't think anything of that. Amazing.
2: Well, we have we've been sitting on some good casting. Like Patrick mm. Stewart mm. is yeah, here. Good. Yeah. He's great. Hugh Jackman's in here. Denzel yes. is in here. Like we could be casting some patriarchs, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Ken Watanabe has been in here wow. for a long time. We also
1: have Tommy Wiseau. Good Chuetel. <laughs> Oh my God, on our list, we have not used
0: yet. Oh no. Who who would get that honor? Like what what character character character? Can you imagine a
2: Tommy
1: Wiseau Jesus? Oh, no, no, we can't. I mean,
2: he's based in the room he basically wrote himself
0: to be a Christ
2: character, I mean, that's right? kind of
1: amazing. He did, yeah. It's kind of amazing.
0: Uh, it was kind of what he would love. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs>
2: exactly. You're tearing
1: me apart, Judas. <laughs> we
2: got Morgan Freeman. Well, Morgan Freeman's any kind of narration, yeah. so yeah. I guess he's already cast. Yeah, yeah I'm-, I'm just saying, like, we could, we could do some good work with these right. patriarchs. Yeah,
1: so. that's good. Oh, man, I'm just looking at our list of people we want to cast. There's... Oh, like Michelle Yeoh? We've got to cast oh, her wow. or something
0: awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should... Yeah, the gentleman who also won an Oscar in that movie.
3: Kehi
1: Right, who was, short round. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. We should put him I, in there. I'm blanking
1: on his name right now, which is terrible.
0: Kehi Yeah, thank you, Deliker. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'll add him to the list. Do it. Okay, well, let's we, we let's reflect on that.
1: Yeah. But anyway, just some, some things to realize that we're going to have new castings, which, as we've talked about, for each of the Gospels, we're going to get to change. Okay. So, you know, we can recast everyone. We could just recast the Jesus and keep everyone mm-hmm. else the same. You know, we've got some freedom. My God, who are we going to cast as Judas? I know, right? There's a lot of great mm-hmm. options here. So, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to all of that casting. But anyway, just wanted to give us a little recap and remind us that... Some of these characters will still get mentioned. And so of course, in the, you know, DBS plus televised version of this, we'll have yeah, you know, cutaway flashbacks to to them doing things. It'll be wonderful. Great. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> are you ready? No. For this quiz. <laughs> yes. How low of a score are we gonna get? Okay, we'll see. So Rakanon put together this twenty-five question wow. plus a bonus question. So I guess 26, but 25 real questions and then a bonus. And then have a separate document that has the answers. And so I have the answers pulled up, but I've made that window really short and narrow, so I won't see stuff till I scroll. So I will also be able to do this along with you, but also check our answers as we go. And I see that at the very top of the answer sheet, it says, in Singapore's education system, a passing grade is typically set at a minimum of 50%.
0: So (laughs) God, okay, that's how we think that we're gonna be doing here today, isn't (laughs) it? Exactly. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay.
1: Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Number one. Which prophet had a unique transportation method involving a fiery chariot? Was it A, Elijah? B, Isaiah? C. Ezekiel or D. Jeremiah? It was
2: Ezekiel,
1: was it? Right? I thought it was I thought Elijah. It was Elijah. Yeah. Oh
2: wait, no, you're right. It's you're so right. I messed up. I messed up my e names. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. I'm checking yeah. it, and that is correct. Thank well goodness. done.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Good job, Jace. <laughs> Number two. Which biblical figure was known for his fancy coat? <laughs> I mean, it's your boy Joey. Joey. Uh, so this is A, Moses, B, Abraham, C, Joseph, or D, Jacob. Joseph. That's Joves. Joseph's. Josephs, yes. Now, I'm sorry. Hang on a sec. Oh, I see. Wow. So, Rakanon has also provided extra context along with the answers to these wow. questions here. Cool. So, he mentions that in 2 Kings chapter 2... Elijah had reached the end of his earthly ministry and it was time for him to be taken up to heaven. Uh, Elijah's disciple and successor, Elisha, mm-hmm. accompanied him on this journey. As they were walking together, a chariot of fire with horses of fire appeared, separating the two of them, and Elijah was taken up into heaven in a whirlwind carried away by the chariot of a chariot and horses of fire. While Elisha so cool. witnessed this remarkable event, fun fact, colon, Elijah was taken into heaven while still alive. Yeah, and not experiencing Allegedly. physical death, according to the Allegedly. story. Allegedly, yeah.
0: yeah, he was the only guy.
1: Okay, Nuts. biblical figure known for his fancy coat. Yes, Joseph. Joseph in the amazing technical or dream coat. Yes, we've got cool. it. Love it. Number three. Who was known <laughs> for having a really bad hair day? <laughs> Officially or in our
2: head canon? Wait,
1: yeah. So that's the fun part. I think these are like part riddle, part quiz, right? Okay, okay. So, okay.
2: Give give us, yeah. yeah. A Okay, so
1: A, David. B, Joseph. C, Esau. Or D, Samson. Oh, Samson. Yeah, it's a fun oh, little... Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what the story was, Emily?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that freaking Regina Specter song. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, I definitely good, know good. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yep. cut off his hair and then he's no longer powerful. Yep,
1: and that was... just strange. That was Delilah. I, you know, yeah, cut the hair. yeah, how dare.
0: But uh, maybe he got a glow up. And he was powerful in other ways.
1: Well, he did, he then became, he learned that the power was inside him all along. And then he did get his power back. It's one of those kind of stories. Yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Okay.
1: Number four. So far, we're doing great. Three for three. Love this. Number four. How many times did the Israelites march around the walls of Jericho? <sighs> oh. Is this A, A four. B, six. C seven, D thirteen, or E until they got tired.
0: <laughs> Some people are saying seven, which would make sense because I think it's seven, because seven yeah. is a big number because, in yeah, the okay. Bible as seven.
1: Uh now this is weird. The answer sheet has two different answers. What? <laughs> and then it has a it says this is a bit of a trick question. The answer is oh. technically 13. Huh. So either C or D could be acceptable. It's not a Bible quiz without a little ambiguity. So here's the, the context.
0: Well, what's the seven then? In Joshua
1: 6, God commanded Joshua to go around the walls of Jericho for six days, once every day, and seven times on the seventh day.
3: Oh. So technically,
1: oh. when you add it all up, it's that. God commanded the city to be attacked by seven priests blowing trumpets with the Ark of the Covenant in front of them and all the people behind the Ark of the Covenant. They encircled the wall of Jericho once a day for the first six days, and then they encircled it seven times on the seventh
0: Got day. Got it. Okay. Fascinating. That's a fun little sneaky... It's
1: fun. It's sneaky. Some good very quiddle, quizzle design. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> uh. Okay, number five. How many foreskins? Oh
2: God! Did, oh, I yep. just—I never. Anyone <laughs> who ever asks me that, I don't want to hear the end of the sentence.
1: How many foreskins did David actually bring to King Saul as a condition for marrying his daughter Michal?
2: Yeah, I remember it was too many. It was two hundred. It, right? it was like in the hundreds. I thought well, it was like that's 200. the
1: question. So the answers are A, one hundred. B, two hundred. C three hundred or D more than three hundred? I think it was two
0: hundred. I think it was more than three hundred. Really?
1: I I do not remember. I just remember a pile of them. Ew! I remember in the Legos version of it, there's a pile of the little (laughs) yellow circle.
0: What? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, A pile of bits. (laughs) A lot of people are saying two. Okay, yeah, we should go with two hundred.
3: Let's go with two hundred.
1: Okay. 200 is correct. Wow. Well done, Emily. Thank you. I, a plus I feel
0: students. like, I don't know what it was, but I remember seeing like a visual of that. Maybe you all sent it to me from like the kid's Bible or something. Right. And they were That's like, and it was what's going 200. La, la, la. Yeah. So I remember <laughs> yeah. the 200. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: So the context for this one is that Saul said... Thus shall you tell David, the king desires no dowry except 100 foreskins of the Philistines to be avenged of the king's enemies. Now Saul thought to make David fall by the hand of the Philistines. And then David, to prove how badass he was, gave 200 instead of the 100 that were requested.
2: (laughs) Now, couldn't he fake that? Couldn't he take 100 foreskins and cut them in half because who's uh, going to check?
0: Who's uh, going to dig through the pile? Uh, <laughs> uh, Dedeker, that would require him to, uh, like with, I don't know, I, they didn't have like gloves back then, but he would have to pick it up with his little fingers and take a How take do you think knife. he's
2: collecting them in the first place? What do you think he has to do? Do you want to like touch it more, Dedeker? What if you had tongs? I bet mm. you that's a metal tongs.
1: Please. Yeah, this is, <laughs> is horrible. Everything can we up, not think about it. Everything here is horrible. I'm just assuming they all must have <sighs> known foreskins so well. They probably did this a lot, right?
2: Eyeball a pile of foreskins.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you tried to cut them in half, like that
0: looks like 200.
1: Impressive. Wow. They know. They'd know if you yeah. cut it in
2: half. Like what? You think I wasn't gonna count? <laughs> you think I wouldn't notice that shit? Right. Saul
1: so just like would a have drug looked dealer. at it and been like, no. Like, that's not 200 bullshit. <laughs> that's 100 cut in half. No one's that small or something like that, right? Like, oh, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> Let's move on. We're moving on. <sighs> <sighs> yes. Number six. What did Jonathan do to show his loyalty and friendship to David? They had sex. <laughs> friendship was not put in quotes in this quiz, but I'm going to add quotes around it. should that. be in
3: quotes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What did Jonathan do to show his loyalty and friendship to David? A, he gave David his royal robe and armor. B, he wrote a heartfelt poem about their friendship. C, he built a monument in David's honor. Or D, he offered to become David's servant. Wink.
2: I'm sorry. Okay, in my brain, all of those have quotes around them. His... (laughs) quote, royal robe. They're all euphemisms or something. (laughs) His, quote, poem about friendship. His, quote, monument. (laughs) (laughs) Did he give him his quotes? Is that it? I think my guess is either clothes or the saying he'll be his quote-unquote servant.
1: Now, do you suppose it's actually that someone caught him taking off his clothes with David? Was like, and he's like, I was giving, giving, giving to- him the family armor and cloak. <laughs> it's a ritual.
0: That's good. I like that. Got it.
1: <laughs> I say, does just, just anyone know? Anyone? Breddy in the chat says A. I mean, I, I yeah. do remember there being something, because remember that Jonathan was Saul's… Son. Something? Son. Son? Yes son. And so... Like
0: Firstborn, I think.
1: I do remember something about him giving him like something of Saul's. So oh. the armor thing, like the robe and armor does make sense. I,
2: yeah. Okay. I think it's that.
1: Yeah? Sure. Okay. <laughs> and that's correct. She yeah. gave David his royal robe Yay. and armor. Now, this is interesting. We've got some context.
0: David is very just pansexual. Yeah. Like he loves... Yeah. Deities, men and women, mm-hmm. whatever,
3: yeah, foreskins,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, all of that. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so in First Samuel, Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his tunic. And even his sword and bow and his belt. So it was, mm-hmm. it was, he and was so Someone was, off caught. His Every, was caught, he was caught, and he
2: really had to commit to the bit. He's like, see, I'm even giving yeah. him my, my sword and my, and and my bow go, and my, my axe and all <laughs> and that. My axe. Yeah,
1: my yes. axe of friendship. <laughs> According to Bible.org, it's possible that Jonathan's gifts to David were a symbolic gesture. He may have suspected that David was God's chosen successor to the throne of Israel. By giving David his robe, Jonathan may have been indicating that he was willing to give his authority to David, and therefore relinquishing his claim to the throne, mm, or that he was giving love with him something else. Yes. To him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number seven. What major event unfolded between David and Saul in the cave?
2: The pooping. The pooping event.
1: Okay. Poop the dupes. <laughs> Here's the choices. Dropping of the trow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A. David presented Saul with a bag containing Philistine foreskins as a gift.
2: Oh, well, no. no.
1: <laughs> B, David observed Saul relieving himself. There it is. popping uh, a squat, pinch in a loaf. C, David spared Saul's life. D, David professed his love for Jonathan. Or E, B and yeah. C, which is relieving himself and sparing his and life. And sparing his life. Yes, yeah. And oh. it says... B and C, and maybe some other kinky stuff.
2: (laughs) 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 I think definitely E,
1: definitely E, because David didn't kill him. The best quiz
2: we've ever taken. (laughs) Yeah,
1: definitely the best quiz. Uh, Well done. Okay, let's see here. Um, Right, so Saul just happened to relieve himself in the cave where David was hiding. All David's men whisper that God has delivered Saul on a platter. But as David crouches towards Saul with a knife and even cuts off a piece of his robe, he feels guilty. Even though David has been anointed and will be king, he can't attack God's chosen king. Dang. I see, so maybe the cutting the robe is the kinky stuff. (laughs) That's the... (laughs)
0: <laughs> got it. Like it may have been a foreskin. G- gross note. But is it
2: really about? I can't. I can't attack God's chosen king. In more about the guilt of like I can't attack a man when he's vulnerable when he's pooping. It's like, got to
1: be that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's definitely it for sure. I don't want to be known as the guy that killed the king while he was pooping.
0: <laughs> right. Just... Yeah. I mean, and yet. You don't. Yeah.
1: Okay. And
0: yet you are. <laughs> I want
2: to okay. be known as the guy who didn't kill the king when right. he was pooping.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, number eight. In Second Kings, what was the number of children who were attacked and mauled by the she-bears?
2: Right, that was Elisha. I think the kids that teased him for being bald. Three.
1: Interesting. Your choices are A, 12, B, 21, oh. C, 42, what? D, 69. Nice. Nice. E, nice. none. Yahweh would never harm a child. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the hilarious <laughs> part, though. Forty-two. I think it was. It was. A, it was a surprisingly large number of children. Is it really, that got mauled.
0: I don't remember that.
1: Forty-two. Is yes.
0: It, is it the universe's answer? Forty-two people it? in the chat are saying forty-two. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 All I know is it's not e. <laughs> Okay, 42 is correct. Wow, that's more yeah. kids than I remembered.
0: Wow, yeah, that's a lot of children. Yeah,
1: so as Elisha was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, Baldy, they said. This sounds like it's from The Message. 42 kids said that? <laughs> Get out it of here, Baldy. It was like balding. a production of Newsies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And then, yeah. And <laughs> then Elijah jeered. turned to them and said, I'm the king of New York. And a bear came and mauled them. Yes. Yeah, mauled uh, 42 of the boys.
2: Wow. That's pretty intense, wow. man. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, 42 of the boys. So that maybe suggests there were more than 42. Oh, yeah. It was just yeah. those were the ones that were too slow and too tasty.
0: You're
3: right.
2: How
0: many she bears were there? I mean, if this was cocaine bear, then, <laughs> which I still think you all there should say. There were two she-bears. Cocaine? Only two. Cocaine only two? Yeah. Well, yeah, two so cocaine like bears could take children out. children each. Could take it out, mm-hmm. for sure. There Real bears Easy doesn't. It.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nope. No all issues. right. Number nine. <laughs> which type of vegetable portrayed the character Esther in Veggie Tales? Well, it was a hot it one. It was a hot vegetable. Oh God, it was so. It was like a really a hot, really hot. Vegetable. Vegetable. Okay. <laughs> it was <laughs> a hot zucchini.
0: It's a hot zucchini or carrot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a a green onion, B an asparagus, no. C cucumber, or D rhubarb. Now it was. I, I'm pretty sure it was not asparagus and not cucumber because those are spoken for.
2: Really, is she a green oh. onion? She, she was just kind of yeah, green and hot. Yeah, she was just vaguely hot.
0: green. I want to ask Josh. What do you even know? Uh, he loved, I mean, by I loved, mean, I mean, I think that he had to watch Veggie Tales.
1: But I mean, the whole time <laughs> we watched kind of it, I don't remember identifying what vegetables Was even was? invented yet? Paul said in
2: the chat. <laughs> I think a green. I'm gonna go with a green onion. I mean, I'm
1: thinking about sexy vegetables, right? And like, green onions got that booty. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I guess. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> small booty. Like, all things considered. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. Do we, do we go for it?
0: <sighs> sure. Yeah.
1: Yes. Is a green onion? Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Yep. Great. Cool. Boy. Yeah. Wow, boy. Great. Queen Esther is a small, young town Jewish leek part of the onion family.
2: <laughs> oh, I see, a
1: leek. okay. Mm, that's a little okay. different from a green onion.
0: Well, that's got a bigger, that is a
2: bigger booty. Yeah, that is yeah, a bigger okay. booty. That is maybe a sexier vegetable than a green onion. <laughs> Eat your greens. Now, that's okay. funny.
1: So, some trivia here. Part of the influence for making this episode was feedback to VeggieTales, or from VeggieTales fans, wanting an episode starring...
2: A hot vegetable.
1: A positive female role model.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. So, the thing we're always freaking desperate for. Yeah.
1: So in the actual story, the punishment for committing any crime against King Xerxes would have been fatally hanging on the gallows, which was what happened to Haman. Mm-hmm. But since it's a friendly kids show, a kids-friendly show, it replaced that with perpetual tickling.
2: That's fun.
1: That's fun. That's yeah. fun and
2: cute. It's fun.
1: Okay, all right, here we go. Number 10.
3: Yeah.
1: Which... Oh, my goodness. Which DBS parishioner was cast as the lesser lion? <laughs> I remember this now.
0: Daniel. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah Daniel. How could we
0: forget? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the choices are A, Jacob, B, David, C, Ezekiel, and D, Daniel. It's fun that Daniel's name fits with that list, mm-hmm. but...
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, da- Daniel asked to be As the cast. lesser lion, <laughs> Yeah. And he was like, oh, I can just be a lion, <laughs> like a lesser lion, no problem. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'll show you right. guys. Josh just showed me. He just sent me this.
1: Oh, the picture of of Esther. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. See?
0: There she is.
1: She's very hot. I would not have identified her as a leak, though. Just from that. I know. Ring. She looks like a spoon that's yeah. a green with hair. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, uh, bonus points if you answered that he dressed as Daniel in the lion's den for Halloween and added the role to his IMDb profile. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <pretty> great.
0: Amazing. <laughs> amazing.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, number 11. Who died while transporting the Ark of the Covenant? We just talked about this. The yeah, dude. That dude. Utsa.
2: Exploding Utsa. Choices are
1: A, Utsiel, B, Shimmy, oh. C, Utsa, and D, Eleazar.
2: Yeah, it's Utsa Utsa.
1: Yes, because Uts- remember they named Utsa. that town to Perez Utsa or Explode. something. Utsa, it means Utsa yeah. exploded, which is horrible. <laughs> All right, number 12. <gasps> yes. How many years did it take Solomon to complete construction of the first temple? Was it A, 4, B, 7, C, 13, D, 21, or E, it was never completed because they ran out of cedar for the porches.
0: <laughs> I'd believe it. <sighs> I felt like it was a wild... Yeah. Like 13 or something, yeah, like, but I don't know. Or was, I don't
2: it know.
1: Four, or was it 14? Could it have been 21? 21? Jeez. Can you give us
2: the rundown of those numbers again?
1: 4, 7, 13, 21.
2: Oh, yeah. I think it's gotta be up there.
1: I remember it being a long time. 21 maybe feels too long, though.
2: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Say thirteen. Let's go with
0: thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Oh no! It was seven.
0: Dang.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, oh man.
0: Just <laughs> when in doubt, seven.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <Right>. Fair. Fair. <laughs> to our credit, chapter seven in First Kings mentions that Solomon also built a house for himself that took thirteen years to complete. Uh, I while the see. temple was only seven. Tricky. Well, tricksy, mm. tricksy. Tricky, tricky. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Number 13, Jeremiah was instructed by Yahweh to purchase a linen belt. What was he told not to do with it? Okay, so this is the, the whole stuff he did with the linen belt, which I think we interpreted as underwear.
2: Yes. Okay,
1: which of these did he not do with it? Okay. A, hide it under a rock. B, put it in water. C, wear it. D, secure his tent. With it, I guess.
0: What did he not do with
2: it? What did he not I think it do was with it?
1: Not put it in water, right? Like, don't wash it.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. But I also don't remember him securing yeah. his tent. I don't remember with him it. securing his
1: tent either.
2: Unless that's a euphemism.
1: Oh, his tent. <laughs> right. Did he wear it you know, for it a, a while? Okay. Boy, oh boy. That's got to be water, though, right? Because the whole point mm-hmm. was to not wash it.
2: To not wash it. Yeah. Yeah, probably water.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ding, ding,
1: ding. That's correct. Well done. Um, let's see. Take the belt which you have bought, which is on your loins, and arise. Go to the Euphrates and hide it there in the cleft of the rock. Right. Okay. Hit it and quit it. Hit it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's got to be what it means by secure his tent. That's got to be. That's all part of the quiz, part of the lateral sure. thinking quiz that is this 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 quiz. Okay, number 14. Yeah. What symbolic meaning did the act of salting babies serve?
2: Right. Definitely making them more delicious. Yeah. Was it A, they yeah. taste
1: better that way? Breaking B. <laughs> the baby would be raised to have integrity and honesty. C, To prevent a bad smell, to prevent sweating and rashes, to ensure a nice, smooth, puffy body, and to ward off arrogance. That was all one.
3: Wait, that was all one?
1: D, to protect the baby from the evil eye. Or E, all of the above.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was there a a coherent one in there? Um. symbolic meaning. Wait, this says what was he told not to do is what Rakanan says. That well, was the this previous question. That was for well, the previous not- question. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry. Yes.
2: I mean, it is a truth right. that a baby would taste better if it was salted. Yeah. I feel like I remember looking this up for the bonus and I do feel like there was something in there that was about ensuring that there wasn't any rashes or skin issues, that the baby's skin was going to be good. But the
1: question is, what him. symbolic meaning did the act of salting babies serve? And that's what's throwing me off, because otherwise I would have said that one, like the smell and the sweating, because we did learn about that in a bonus. But that's not symbolic. That's It's symbolic because that's some bullshit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. It's symbolic because it's some bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say it's... The integrity and honesty, then, if if we're going with symbolic. Is that a thing? Okay. What? What the what? The answer is all of the above. What? what? No it's not. <laughs> so Ezekiel 16 references salt and newborn babies who were rubbed with salt at birth. This symbolizes that the baby would be raised to have integrity and honesty. It's possible that this practice cleaned the infant. Salt is a disinfectant that prevents infection— It can't cure an infection, but it can help stop the spread of bacteria. Immediately after birth, a baby is salted to prevent a bad smell, to prevent sweating and rashes, to assure a nice, smooth, puffy body, and to ward off arrogance. The puffy body. Salt salt was also believed to protect newborns from the evil eye. I still think we get half points for B, because...
2: I mean, it's part of it. It wouldn't be a DBS quiz without us arguing. that's true.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sure. Sure. I guess you can argue that it's all of the above.
1: But symbolic, and also the taste better that way. I don't think that was part of the yeah. all of the above. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to give us half points for that one. Okay. Number 15. In the DBS biblical canon, Beyonce is The Rock's ex-wife. In ancient mythology, what was Asherah primarily associated with? Adam A, war. Oh. B, fertility. C, wisdom. D, death. Or E, lemonade. <laughs> um, war. Pretty sure sh- I was pretty sure it was fertility. I she was,
2: she was, it fertility was like a sex for and sure. religion shrine. Oh yeah, yeah okay, right. Okay, okay, Deaths. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Correct. Ashra, an ancient Semitic religion, is a fertility goddess who appears in a number of ancient sources. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Okay, number sixteen. How old was Abraham when he was circumcised?
0: Ooh, quite old. Oh, yeah, he was older.
1: How old is the question? So, A, eight, B, forty-two, C, ninety-nine, or D, one hundred and twelve.
2: Forty-two. I would believe the oldest. What? No, I would believe the oldest, like one hundred and twelve.
1: You'd believe,
2: or maybe wow. ninety-nine. Oh, because I guess they
0: lived a lot longer
2: back yeah. then, or something. He was old. Father old Abraham old. had
1: many sons. Many sons and he had father also Abraham.
0: Got circumcised at this age. <laughs> uh, I have
1: no idea. I don't. I, no, uh, just one hundred twelve. Pick one. 112 Too old, but but ninety nine seems go with too convenient. <laughs> I guess I'll I guess I'll go with one twelve. We'll see. Great. Oof! It was ninety nine. Dang it! Oh, yeah.
0: Jeez. Go with your gut. That's
1: yeah, 99. How
0: many
2: questions we got left?
1: Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, nine let's, do we can do nine let's do left. it. Let's do it. Let's this. let's keep rolling along. Okay. Um, hold on, I gotta mark that one in red because we failed. We're gonna get an 80 at least. Yeah, way better than a Singapore C. In the book of Deuteronomy. This is question 17. In the book of Deuteronomy, Yahweh issues a warning about the curses that will come upon those who disregard his voice. What specific harm does he mention regarding vineyards? Garbage. Is it A, a lightning strike, B, extreme weather, C, a worm infestation, or D, an earthquake?
0: Oh, I don't remember this at it's
2: all. Like the
1: worm infestation feels the most Yahweh to me. Oh, I felt like bad weather, but maybe not. I could also see the lightning strike. We're just like, I'm going to burn it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to say worm infestation. Does anyone want to pick a different answer? Okay. Yeah, go nuts. Go with worms. Okay.
0: Go with, go with worms.
1: Wormies. Worms is correct. Wow. Wow. No, good. good job, Jay. Well,
0: well done. Okay.
1: Right. Uh, the quote is, you shall plant vineyards and dress them, but you shall neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worm shall eat them. Mm. That's what happens if you're a bad boy. Okay, number 18. Which prophet disobeyed Yahweh? All of them. Yeah, right? Uh, is it A, David, B, Jonah, David a prophet? C, Elijah, or D, Isaiah.
2: It was Jonah, because Jonah was like, that's why he got eaten by the big fish. Yep.
1: He was like, oh, yeah. no, I'm not going to yeah. do it. I'm going to run away. Yep. That's my guess too. My name is Jonah. Mm-hmm. I'm eaten by the whale. <laughs> okay. Uh, B, Jonah, correct. Yep. So he didn't go to Nineveh because he was like, no, I don't want to, though. And so he yeah, got eaten by a whale and then spit out <laughs> and somewhere. And went which may or may not have been Nineveh, we learned when we read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just going whether you like it or not. Amazing. Number 19. How old was Moses when he died?
3: Oh, was it
1: A. Real old. Too old, according to Emily. B.
0: <laughs> for sure. For sure. It's I, definitely that I stand that by one. that. Yeah. <laughs> B, 99. C, no.
1: 120. Or D, 175. Way older than that. Too old. too old. Be-
2: because yeah. Emily was gunning was like, for Moses' death for <laughs> ages.
0: Right. I felt like it was like at least, <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe it was not as old as I thought, but I felt like it was a lot. No, Emily I was, was like, so ready for him to die. die?
1: <laughs> okay, so the correct answer, according to Rakanon, is A or C. Moses died yep. at 120 years old, which was also too That's old, it? according to Emily. <laughs> so both are correct.
0: Definitely, I mean it is. Very Abraham
1: old. was the one who died at 175.
0: Okay, good for him. Yeah,
1: but Moses was mm-hmm. 120. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. Wow, which I'm pretty sure means his means bones.
0: he could still get
1: it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his okay. natural force indeed. Okay. Number 20, who was Jacob's mother? Was it A, Sarah, B, Rebecca, C, Abigail, or D, Rahab? It was Rebecca. Yeah.
0: Dedeker knows her namesake.
2: I know. I know my namesake, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, Rebecca. Correct. Yeah. Well done. Buka. Isaac was 60 years old when he was born. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Oh wait, oh when when Jacob was born. Like he didn't come out 60 years old. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought I he was living like
2: okay,
1: blank. I was yeah. like, "What?" Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which of the following bird species is considered suitable for consumption?
0: Not a raven. Yeah, no none okay. none kind of raven.
1: <laughs> not a not a single raven. So this is which one's which which one is clean of these? Not a flamingo. A. Eagles? B. Falcons, C, ostrich, or D, any kind of dove.
0: Oh my god, that's hard.
2: For consumption? I think any doves I think any cool. kind of
0: dove. Yeah, we can Wait, dove doves are, cool. are good. We can eat the shit out of cool.
1: doves. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yahweh loves don't at, doves. Don't look that's why sacrificed. you don't want to look them in the eye because they're gonna put up a fight. They don't want to be eaten. <laughs>
1: yeah. Any kind of dove is correct. Yeah, no birds of prey are clan. Songbirds which are consumed as delicacies in many societies, may be kosher in theory, but are not eaten during kosher time, like not eaten in kosher homes because there's not a tradition of them being eaten as such. Pigeons and doves are known to be kosher based on their permissible status as sacrificial offerings in the Temple of Jerusalem. Okay. So like in kosher households, there's not a tradition of eating doves, but because they were offered as sacrifices means that they're clean. They can the, eat, them. The eat them. You could eat if them
2: if you wanted yeah. to. Have
0: you ever eaten a pigeon? No. I don't think I don't think so. do want to eat a pigeon. No. I definitely don't, but <laughs> no, I'm asking about you. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Okay. Number 22. For a duration of seven years, who lived in a manner resembling that of an animal?
0: That one
2: dude.
1: Ooh. That one king. Is dude.
2: dude it was, right? was it Nebi? Nebbi's? I think it was Nebbi. Ne- Nebs?
1: The choices Nebs. are A, Jehoahaz, B, Zedekiah, C, Nebuchadnezzar, or D, Rehoboam. Yeah, I think it was Nebs. Nebs? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nebs is correct. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, he was the one who turned into an anamorph, I think. Right. And then ran around yeah. in the backyard for seven years. <laughs>
0: Didn't you love Animorphs? Like, they're
2: ridiculous. I never read them. I never read them either. And they were not allowed in my school
0: library. Oh. Because I went to a Christian school.
2: Right, because
1: they are blasphemous. What?
0: Wait, it's blasphemous to turn into an animal that might be a dove and you might get eaten? (laughs) Here, no. This is how... Panicked Christian parenting works. Okay, okay.
2: Tell me. I can't wait. Something new and popular Mm. starts going wild among kids, kids, right? Could Uh be Animorphs, uh could be Pokemon cards, Mm. could be Harry Potter, whatever. So the parents are suspicious of this. These children are having too much joy. And it's not from an overtly Christian source. And even worse, maybe it's from an Asian country, which makes us even more scared. Mm. And so. Jeez. we find a reason to demonize it, right? So Harry Potter was like, oh, it's all about witchcraft and black magic. Pokemon, it really, I don't know what it's Pokemon was about, honestly. It's from Japan. We don't I like still it. still don't know um, what
1: Pokemon's about.
2: <laughs> but I remember that being, yeah. <laughs> Ask Paul and in the chat. Anamorphs, <laughs> Animorphs, I'm pretty sure, was like, it reminds us of evolution.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So we don't like it.
1: Oh, weird. I never would have made that connection. And it's
2: it's always, pretty much the way the panic goes, it's always based on no parents are ever actually consuming any of this content. No one's actually like, I'm going to sit down and read Harry Potter to see what's in this. No one's ever like, I'm going to sit down and read Animorphs to actually see what's in this. It's all hearsay. Yeah. So, so yeah, never read any Animorphs for that reason. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's funny. You know, we were talking about how most people's perception of the Bible is like watching YouTube reviews of a movie based on a book. That's what, like, Christian parents' views on all of pop uh-huh. culture is, is I yes. read a review in a magazine by someone who heard by someone Dr. else... James
2: Dobson. Yeah, who heard what? someone else
1: talk about this content that my kid consumes. Yeah, no direct sources for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, Brett, Brett in the chat is pointing out, like... Pokemon also used the language of evolution. Oh,
1: yeah. Right?
2: Mm -hmm. And evolution equals bad in (laughs) Christian cultures and and that's all we need. Plus, comes from Japan, even worse.
1: Right. Oshdog Bucket, mentions that also Animorphs had aliens in it and aliens and God Uh, are not cool so you're right I mean they are are, but then Madeline
2: Langles, like A Wrinkle in Time was fine and C.S. Lewis was fine because we knew they were Christian authors because they loved God yeah and so it doesn't matter that like in A Wrinkle in Time we're also talking about trippy stuff and some kind of alien mystical beings and things like that but it's like we know that they're Christian so
0: it's okay yeah did you see that cover it was nuts Uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Number 23. We're almost there. What is the symbolism of Ezekiel's vision of dry bones? Mario. Is it A, the end of suffering and the attainment of enlightenment? Boy. B, the restoration of Israel? C, eternal life and spiritual rebirth? Or D, the resilient nature and determination of Mario? (laughs) <laughs> that one.
2: <laughs> it was the resurrection of what? The restoration Israel? of Israel. The restoration. I think, yeah. After it I was going to be, because
1: everyone was going to get killed, but then they were all going to become dry bones and live again. Live again.
2: <laughs> yeah, and remember when you okay. watched that animated version that was all like paper bag oh, puppets? Yeah, that
1: was. It's actually kind of cool. To <laughs> uh-huh. be honest, that was hmm. pretty cool actually. Okay. Yes, correct. The restoration of Israel. Well done, everybody. Two more to go. Whew. When Yahweh commanded Elijah to take refuge by the brook of Cherith, who provided him with nourishment? Was it A, angels, B, local villagers, C, Elisha, his protege, I guess, Hmm. or D, any kind of raven? Elisha?
2: Angels? Did angels come by and bring him a, a burger or something? Angels
1: we have heard on high? I don't remember this at all.
0: Yeah, I don't remember it.
1: But probably angels. I mean, angels we've heard on high. Elijah was pretty trippy, right? So yes. angels would yeah. make sense. Yes. Sure, let's go with it. Okay. Oh, man, it was any kind of raven. What? 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 Wait, what? how? Okay. What
2: and how? Here's
1: context. <sighs> this is from 1 Kings chapter 17. Elijah the Tishbite who was of the foreigners of Gilead, said to Ahab, As Yahweh, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. The word of Yahweh came to him, saying, Get you hence, and turn you eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, that is before the Jordan. If you you hit the Jordan, you've gone too far. It shall be that you shall drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, I don't remember this at all.
0: The ravens are going to like give you... Yeah, I don't remember at all. bird seed or something to
2: eat?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that the ravens... They're going to bring you
2: some like shiny objects. It says the
1: ravens (laughs) brought him bread and flesh in the morning. Ew. And bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook.
2: But it was okay, even though they were unclean?
1: yeah. That's confusing. Yeah, that's weird. Okay for him
2: to still eat the food that they gave him, weird.
0: Yeah, I feel like God wow. kind of you know glossed over that stuff later on in the book. I think we were just mm, so tripped out unplaying. by that whole
1: book that we just weren't even paying attention <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. anymore. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Last official question before the bonus question. Whew. Number twenty-five in the book of Deuteronomy. What guidelines or directives are given concerning the handling or use of horses? Oh, don't don't have too many. Is it A? They should not be used in warfare.
0: Obviously
2: not. B,
1: they should not be used for agriculture. C, the king should not have too many or D, they should not be turned into sashimi.
2: Oh, well, awkward. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh yeah Ew. <coughs> yeah because Jason Jason and I have eaten some horse why sashimi in Japan just to try it because we it was, yeah
1: delicious. we were with some Ew. friends and they
2: no I thought we had it on our remember own Remember that was with uh... with Ken and his with wife Ken. no his that wife, was the yeah. chicken sashimi
1: oh you're right
2: we've had a lot of messed up Boy, sashimi had all this stuff
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait wait chicken
2: sh- like raw chicken wait, you had
1: raw chicken. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. You want to tell yep. the story, Jay? They better have washed that chicken. They better have washed that chicken. That,
1: yeah, that was the one where they came to our table and presented it and gave this big explanation in Japanese that I didn't catch. And I think Dedeker only kind of caught. did you caught. get it? So this was years and years ago. We were not as good at Japanese back then. It was 2018,
2: so I probably yeah. caught a fair amount.
1: But basically the message was, Here's this chicken sashimi. Please eat this right away. Do not let this sit even for a second or you will die. <laughs> that was kind of the
0: <laughs> So why were they talking to you about it? They should have just shoved yeah. it into your <laughs> mouth. Just
2: straight, delivered straight to your open mouth like like a mama bird, ironically. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. That's Maybe
2: that's how the ravens fed extremely Elijah. Extremely Horrifying. Yeah, that's extremely horrifying. Jammed Got it. Right it. In his mouth. Okay. Anyway, it was the answer is definitely that the king should not have too many horses.
1: And that's correct. Well done, everybody. Good job. Well done. Okay. Now, we do have a bonus question here. What's the bonus? Which is, which type of cookie is regarded as Yahweh's all-time favorite?
0: Fig Newton? Oh, no. The the Harry Met Sally. What is it? What? Um, what? What is what? it? No, it was uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan. No. What, um, <laughs>
3: what? what is what is coming
0: out of your mouth? famous, Famous Amos. Oh, Amos. Famous right, Amos. Famous Amos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What did your brain just go through to get there?
1: (laughs) Male (laughs) names. There was. We got it. it. We got it. My mental (laughs) Rolodex of male names. Top of the list, Joe Rogan. Second on the list. When Harry met Sally. Sorry. Top of the list, when Harry met Sally. Second on the list, Joe Rogan. Third on the list, Amos. Amos.
2: Wow. Oh, my God. I'm going to pee myself. It's been a long
1: Bible, you guys. It's, <laughs> it's been a long Bible. Oh,
0: okay, do you think the answer is good. famous, Amos? Oh, God. I hope so. Now,
1: interestingly...
0: <laughs> uh,
1: is that not on there? The correct answer, weirdly, is Joe Rogan. I okay, don't know
3: that's... how <laughs> Oh,
1: God. Uh, no, sorry. Now, Now, this is fun, because the answer that rock on put was Fig Newtons. Yeah. But as oh, we all know, okay.
0: That's not a freaking
1: cookie. Fig <laughs> Newtons are not a cookie. It's fruit and cake.
0: Yes. So, fruit nuts? Yeah. I,
1: so I think Emily's answer is the better the
0: famous answer. Famous is the better and how I got answer. to it is the only way that you get to <laughs> it. <laughs> Okay, did we do the thing? Oh my goodness.
2: Your brain, Emily. Your brain.
1: I (laughs) swear to
0: God. We did it. Any kind of brain. And so look at that in the eye. Okay. Okay. So out of this 25 question. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm funny.
1: (laughs) From this 25 question quiz. Yeah, how did
0: we do? Got like
1: We got 21 and a half, correct.
0: Good. Okay. Yeah. Can someone
1: Someone have a calculator handy to get our score. Twenty one point five divided by twenty five is eighty yeah, six percent. Yeah,
2: I'd say that's Not a solid
1: bad.
0: A plus in
2: Singapore. Hell yeah, that's a Singapore A plus plus plus. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
1: for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah. Good job, everyone. Oh. Okay. Wow. Well, next week, we're taking a week off for everyone to just, like, decompress after. Yes, taking a week of silence. Yes, after this, (laughs) we're taking a week of silence, like, to get ready for Hot mm -hmm. Christ Summer. Yes. yes. Oh, boy. (sighs) We're all going to wear our bikinis, you know? It's going to be good. (laughs) Uh I'm kidding. We're not. For sure. (laughs) Maybe we will, but yeah. For
1: sure. (sighs) Wow. But it'll be a thing. To close this out, Mm -hmm. I want to leave you with a little excerpt from... Episode what? 57 oh, oh God. of this show. This is when we read the book of Numbers, chapter 7, where chapter 7 was an entire episode because it was 10 million verses long. Oh,
3: my God. Oh.
1: And it kept repeating. Basically, each of the 12 tribes gave the same sacrifice over and over again. And this is what we devolved into. Oh, God. So um, here we go. Let me try this.
2: prince of the children of Manasseh gave his offering one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for the meal offering. One golden label of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb, a year old for a bird offering, one male goat for a sin offering and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five Five rams. rams. Five male goats, five male lambs, a year old. This was the offering offering of of Gamaliel,
3: the son of
0: of (laughs) Was that uh, during Christmas? Probably not even. Amazing. You know what?
1: I didn't even think to look up when that episode was. Let's see. That was episode 57.
0: Boy, why did we do this? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Why did we do do
0: this? I don't know. Because we can't ever not do something, Dedeker. (laughs) We just
1: like have to do it. It came out in June of 2019.
0: Okay. So it's Christmas in June. Christmas in June. Amazing. (laughs) Gosh,
2: that was pre pandemic, also. That was before Uh, shit really hit
0: the fan. Before the before times. It's amazing. Goodness. Good for us. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. All right, folks. We got to. Okay. I'm going to read us out because this has been a long episode. Yeah. Do it. Okay, everyone. Thank you all. For joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at Patreon.com drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lynn Grin, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Onan from their album Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory
3: about your dad. You know